What's really hood, yo? It's your man Zazalino, a.k.a. Joey Zaza. I'm in the building. Right now, you're tuned into the platform right here on Water Ice Radio. Everybody out here trying to get on. Before I get high, you know what get on. Joe and Z and Hustle Mama outstretched them. So it was needed and they did, they did a platform. Ice Radio. This is the platform. This is your guy, Joey Zaza. I'm in the building. Uh, I want to say welcome, everybody, to our brand new show here. And uh, my first guest is the Honorable Councilman Curtis Jones Jr. What's up, Councilman? Oh, you. You know I follow you on Facebook, Twitter, That's what's up. Instagram. That's what's up. You're my man, 50 grand. <laughs> so, Councilman, tell me some of the things going on. I mean, you got a lot of things happening right now within the 4th District, um, which is our district that we live in. And you know, you, 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 uh, let me say this. I commend you. The, the, the scale of our environment has changed so much. And we thank you from the solar panel trash cans to the bus benches, shelters, to the senior homes, from Parkside to Winfield. And uh, things are just constantly growing from the new development and recreational centers we're about to have. But we have bigger issues that we're dealing with right now. Tell me some of the things that's really on your mind. Well... For your listeners, uh, a council person <clears throat> does three things. Mm-hmm. We write laws. We are lawmakers. So we just passed a law called Good Cause, a B Cause. Some of the people that were at Penn Wynn, which is an apartment building, you and I from the neighborhood know, 200 people mm. uh, were kicked out without notice. Right. Weren't given their deposits nor security back and just told to leave. Mm. And so whenever something like that happens, you deal with the individual incident, but you also try to pass a law that changes that paradigm. From happening again. Yep. So that's the first thing we do. Second thing we do is appropriations, which is how much money does each department get, whether the police versus education, versus how much uh, snow removal costs. Okay. So we appropriate all of that. The third thing is potholes. Oh, yes. We fix potholes. So when the street department won't, we will call to make sure they do. I got a question for you. You know, you guys fix potholes. What about people's cars? Because, you know, my car got damaged. You know, I cracked my room. My rooms are very expensive on that car. And I, I had to come out my pocket for 600 bucks. Like, And I wanted to go back and take a picture of the pothole. The next day it was covered. I was, I was so mad because I wanted to try to get my money back. But the next day I went back, man, I'm telling you, it caused so much damage to my car. Like, I tried to avoid it. It was so wide. I believe that somebody actually moved the, the barrier from in front of it. And when I, hit the, when I hit the hole, somebody else was like, yo, you're number 10. So <laughs> whenever we have a bad storm, potholes follow. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. The salt erodes the asphalt and ergo a pothole. Now, when that happens to you, there is re- recourse. You can go to risk management okay. down in the MSB building and mm. file a claim. You are supposed to take a picture of the pothole, 
show the damage of your car, and then you know you have a you have how, how long how long would the claim take for a long time? That, that's why I just went and paid for it. Long time. I'm not even gonna hold you, and I'm never gonna lie to you. Right. They design it to be long, so you forget about it. Mm. But that's when you should be dogged and relentless and get your money because mm. it was caused by a, a lack of uh, maintenance in our roads. Now, let me ask you another question. I know you guys had talked about in city council the bail hearings, something along that lines. Explain to my listeners a little bit about what that was about. So bail was the greatest hustle ever created. Mm-hmm. Um, in the English times, it was designed to make sure that if you destroyed Mrs. O'Leary's cow, mm-hmm. that you would show up for court and you would put up some monetary um, security to make sure you came. That was adapted in the United States in the uh, prison industrial complex to say if you don't want to stay in jail right. until time of your trial, mm-hmm. you're going to put up this bread in order to go home. So that turned into a cottage industry. Bell's bondsmen took off, and millions, if not billions of dollars later, people are stuck in jail because they don't have a $1,000 bail. Right, Now, right. let me tell you how crazy that is. You are in jail for a $1,000 bail, which is actually 10% of it, is $100. It's $100. It costs $130 a day to incarcerate. So the city of Philadelphia, instead of letting you go a ride for 100, we're keeping you there six months, a half a year, right. at $130 a day. That does not make sense. And you and we went to mathematically that don't we make went sense. to public school. Yeah. That make sense. So we Excuse went me. and started researching it, uh, Joey, and found out that Washington D.C. has not had cash bail for 20 years. Wow. And everybody said, "Oh, if you do this." Crime's going to go up. The roof is going to fall down. But D.C. had major crimes. Yeah, major crimes. Yeah. Crimes actually went down. The way they did that was, yes, we were released. Me and you, we went to an Eagles game. Mm -hmm. We bet. I lost. We fight. We get both put in jail. The Eagles jail. Yeah, the Eagles jail. Yeah, they got a jail underneath the stadium. No doubt. We're the judge. We're the judge. That's right. And so you're there, and all of a sudden now you're there for... Um, 30 days before the trial mm-hmm. at $100 a day right. when, you know what, that was a one-time occurrence. Me and you are actually friends. The likelihood of me and you going to a game and fighting again is it's zero. Yeah. So why do I have you in jail? Maybe you need some anger management. Maybe you need the 12 steps to stop drinking. Maybe I do. Right. I don't know. But put the condition on that for release. Mm-hmm. You go get some help, Joey. Curtis, go take care of what is the causal issue the issue that caused it correct and so that is what washington dc does we're gonna let you out but you're gonna go get some help and you're not allowed to go to that bar so it's mandatory the help that they give is mandatory so it's like if if, once we let you out you have to you you have to get your life right yeah you got you got to talk to the mic a little closer i guess is what she's saying so i'm raw i keep this thing real raw Mm -hmm. i was trying not to expose it but you know, the producer of the show is like, you got to talk a little bit into the mic because your levels is probably a little low. I know this is an uncomfortable situation for That's real fine. men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, me too. Yeah, no, no me too. Not me. <laughs> but no, honestly. So, I mean, it's like, this is, a, this, so when they release you, 
It's like a mandatory program where you got to go get some help. You need to go to the rehab. You need to do these things because we're going to let you out of jail. That's that's the offset balance. So let's make the situation worse. Me and you in jail for a beer fight that we didn't mean because we friends. Right. In the meantime of that six months, you lost your job. You lost your apartment. Right. Your baby mama's sick of this. Yeah. She done separated from you. This is the third time. Third time. So now your life is in shambles in even more of a desperate situation when you get out because life has turned on its ear because you were in jail and couldn't handle your business. What sense does that make? So if you are not a danger to yourself right. or others, then there should be conditional release. Now, wow, that's crazy. I got another thing I want to talk about, which is something that's really dear to me. I know when I worked for your office, I was like one of the only employees to ever testify in city council. That's what I was told anyway. You know, you're the first employee to ever testify in city council. Well, it was very dear to my heart. The ATV situation. I want to get into that because I'm president of ATV Coalition and, you know, I still ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love I love to ride motorcycles. And unfortunately, um, we don't have a space to ride. What are we going to do about that? We we got to do something about that because what's going to continue to happen is we're going to have more accidents that turn into fatalities. We're going to have more people buying motorcycles and learning only one way to ride them is mm-hmm. illegally mm-hmm. on city streets. So the vast majority of riders are, which, which I learned through you, are regular people. They're not mm-hmm. outlaws. They're not riding with their, their hammer in the back. Of their, they, they are regular, go to work. This is my source of recreation people. They are forced based on the design of some of the um, bikes to be on the road, off the road, but illegally on the road. Mm -hmm. And so that creates a problem where there has been developed, honestly, a bandit mentality, catch me if you can, kind of vibe that goes on with that. So that has resulted in some accidents and even some fatalities. So now we have to come up and be the grown-ups in the room to say that we're not going to stop ATV riders. All we can hope to do is to harness it and get people to do the right thing. And what is the right thing? One, learn bike safety. Right. B, learn how to ride. Like some people in the hard knocks life actually hurt themselves trying to learn to do what you know how to do. So what we need to do is find a public space that we can convert to a bike park. Nice. We we rode up to where were we? We uh, you went to the, country. You can't tell that story, Councilman. Okay. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, you can, but you know, we went to Cold Town, PA. I took the councilman, the first lady, which is his wife, uh, my mom, and you know, uh, the Yamaha representatives from Yamaha, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Crew, yeah, uh, Crossroad Power Sports, right? Who was one of my sponsors? Shout out to them and. Quite a few other people. We got together and we went to Cold Town, PA, and um, I got reckless because they were riding so slow and the side by sides. You know, I want to twist it. You know, I want to go and I hit this. I hit this ramp and I got airborne. About like I got, I got you airborne. You did the Superman. Now I wasn't going to tell that story. Uh, it's okay. I was going to tell okay. that we just went. Okay. But now that you elaborated, my brother, I came down and hit a rock, and the rock catapulted me off the off the four wheeler. That Yamaha just brung me it was a brand new bike that they were giving me, and I totaled it. I totaled it. So after he hit the rock, Joey hits the rock. Joey hits the ground. We were all stunned because we thought he was hurt. 
<laughs> After he got up and shook it off, we were crying, laughing. I ain't even gonna hold you. It was funny, but but. I really was here. Yeah, but I, we found out after we had like a four-hour ride three and home, a half hour ride. he was walking like he was 100 years old getting to the house. So that is a cautionary tale. People, he's had 20 years of experience riding a bike. Mm-hmm. A lot of these folk, young people, teenagers, don't get that. We need to bring that in mainstream a little bit so that people actually get trained on do's and don'ts so that they don't hurt themselves or others. Right. So we were looking at the... Um, Hunting Park area, uh, yes. where the old um, bud plant bud plant was, and we we're thinking about an indoor outdoor right indoor outdoor mixture situation. So now the key of it is, in my body, if I were mayor, which I'm not, which I'm not running, um, I could make that as an executive order. In my body, as one of uh, 17 council people, we have to vote that out. So we have to have a hearing, we have to have testimony, we have to have a site. And then we have to come up with a plan, and that plan has to be paid for on how we can incorporate bike riding into the city of Philadelphia. And I think that's a major thing that has to happen because, I mean, we gave skateboarders their own place. We sure did. And they paid $5 million, granite, marble, and things like that over there that it's these nice. guys are skating on right next to the art museum. I mean, you know, I know you got people, you call them the tree lovers and the tree huggers or whatever, but they got to donate space because outside of Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia, it's mad forest. And them people aren't worried about, you know, the, you know, uh, oil and gas and fumes. All those things come part with having an automotive vehicle, period, whether it's a car or it's a motorcycle or it's a scooter. I just feel as though it's very, very, listen, it's a multi-billion dollar business. Okay, just imagine like they build sports arenas for the Eagles and the Sixers. We'll build this arena for motocross riding here. That's a billion dollar industry that brings in high volume. It'll pay pay some bills. It'll pay a whole lot of bills and it create jobs as well. It create jobs and it create an avenue where young men are having a chance to become mechanics, riders, because there's not many African-Americans in the sport besides Bubba. Okay, and his brother and they are champions and they didn't win so many trophies. It's like they don't even really race no more. Okay, but we got a lot of kids. If these kids can really 100 miles on 95, that's remarkable. That's Guinness World Book type stuff like that. We can train these guys how to ride and give them the ability to ride safe and create a safe environment for them. I think that's key, man. Gun violence? It has to stop. So if there was one thing, the worst part of my job, I I do a lot of cool stuff. When the Eagles had the parade, I got hit in the – Head with three cans of Bud Light. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm they, they were throwing it at me, and they were hitting me. It was it was an occupational hazard, but I, I you know I signed up for that job. I the hardest part of my job is when I go, I hear a mother explain to me about their child being prematurely murdered uh, in the city of Philadelphia. Mm. We recently hit the 300 market murders. Mm in the city of Philadelphia, and something's gotta give. More than the whole Ku Klux Klan lynchings, in the history of the Klan, has happened more murders in one city like Philadelphia. If you combine all the lynchings and all of the murders, more murders, and it's usually somebody you know, the victim knows the perpetrator, it has to stop. We are going to, in the next budget process, come up with a plan 
and we are going to save our babies, even if it's from themselves. Hey, well, I want to say thank you to the Honorable Councilman Curtis Jones Jr. for stopping in the platform, for sharing the platform with me, being my very first guest on a brand new show right here on Water Ice Radio, man. Thank you so much, Councilman. Not here. There it is. All right, man. I appreciate the you machine. so much. The machine. The machine. Number 98, baby. Number 98. We out of here. Thank you so much. See you on the other side. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Joey Zaza. I'm checking in with my sponsors right now. I'm going to give a big shout out to ASAP Autobody and Collision. If you want it done right, go to ASAP. They have you in and out. 423 North 64th Street. Also, Crossroad Power Sports. Westchester Pike. You need a bike? You need any accessories? They got you. Axel Mary Ellen. Last but not least, my man, Larry Zalaman. He'll get your wheels going in the same direction. 62nd in media. Tell him Joey Zaza I sent you. I'm gone. Hey, welcome back to the platform. We're on Water Ice Radio. I'm your guy, Joey Zaza, and... Stephanie J. Hustle Mama here. Hey, Stephanie. How you doing? Hi, Joey. Stephanie looks fantastic, doesn't she? <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> look, the New York accent comes out so crazy. Always, Stephanie. always. Stephanie, listen, you got a good friend of yours in the building today. I sure do. Today is my pleasure to welcome Cedric Napoleon. He is Philadelphia native and... The founder of Pieces of a Dream. And I yeah. know if you're from Philly, you absolutely know who that group is because it's iconic, not only in Philadelphia, but all over the world. Cedric, welcome. Thank you very much. We're so glad to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. Cedric, you have a new project. I do. I took some time and put together a solo project. And I call it Yesterday, Today because it reminded me of some things that I have spent 25 years with Pieces of a Dream. And then to do this, step out on my own to do my solo project wow. uh, today. So it's yesterday, today, and I just thought it was a cool name. That's well, I love it. The, I mean, like, the, just the way you said it, it kind of gave you a good feeling. Yeah, man. Like, did it make you yeah. feel good when you finished the project? Well, you know, um, I've had a, a wonderful ride mm -hmm. musically my whole career. Uh, and to step out and do a solo project, it's it it is it has definitely made me feel good when I finished it. And the things that I did yesterday, um, I've spent time with a lot of musicians, a lot of producers, a lot of writers around the world for a long time. And to come in and do something today is all right. You know, I think the yeah. one of the things that Philly is famous for is its music history. It is. And it there's really so is. many famous people that come out of Philly, so many artists, not only just yesterday and today, but just yeah. it seems like always. Absolutely. You've worked with some of the greatest of all yes. time, including Grover, Grover Washington. Yeah. My guy. <laughs> yeah. I've had, I've had very much a lot of fun. Um, Patti LaBelle. Miss Grover, too. Um, what, Phyllis Hyman. Oh, I love uh, Phyllis. Uh, oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh. I had a great time doing some things with her. Uh, and the list goes on. If I continue to talk about all the people I've worked with, man. <laughs> we'd, we'd be we'd here be all here. day. Uh, let yes. me ask you a question. Like, today, bands aren't really, they're coming back. They're coming back. Like, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, bands, you know, the computers start pushing bands out, and they really didn't have a lot of Absolutely. pieces. You can have everything just on one board and play many sounds, but... What was one of your favorite bands besides your band? Wow, the Jazz Crusaders. Okay. Wow. 
Ohio players. Okay. Wow. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. Okay. I'm talking about real brass construction. <laughs> brass construction. Oh, yeah. you let me tell you something. <laughs> How about Breakwater? Joey, any Breakwater is a, as a Philly <laughs> iconic group. That's too. right. Now, anytime groups live bands you had going to the 70s and 80s mm. was very hot. Yes, they were. Uh, you know. Yeah, but your band's yeah. how now hot too, though. Yeah, I mean, I've been to some of your yeah, stuff we, now. We 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 uh, we've done very well. No, I'm talking about Cedric. You, I've yeah, seen you headline your own band. Current, thank you, thank yes. you so much, Steph. My current group Steph. is really good. Yeah, it's very, very. Because nice. I have to make sure I put that in there. Because oh. my whole thing is this: you know, it's not all the time where you're from, but it's where you're at. You it's know, right. God really right. gives us gifts, and we progress on to our futures, and we become Absolutely. monumental. We have journeys, and you've right. certainly had a journey. Thank you. So please thank tell you. us about the projects right. that you work on now, and some of the headliners, and what you well, do now. What I do. Basically, a lot now is I teach. Okay. I teach kids. For the last seven years, I've taught down at the Philadelphia Cleft Club of Jazz. Hey, hey. And, uh, that's nice too. Shout and, out Cleft and, and Club. And it's a great thing to see my 10-year-olds turn 16 and 17 and, and know that a part of that has come from me. Now, you know why? Because... The same thing was done for me. Yes. When I started at 13 years old, I had a lot of local musicians and musicians around the world come over and show us some things, show us some piece of music, show us a piece of soul, show us a piece of living wow. and growing. So that's what I'd like to instill in my students today, growth musically um, and as a person. You know, I, I think it's so cool. Musicians are very unique individuals because my <laughs> grandfather and my great uncle, they were fiddle and banjo players. They played folk music. You ever hear a group called Chocolate Drops? Well, they won a Grammy. My family <laughs> okay. taught them how to play. Okay, my nice. family taught them how to play. And they used to pull string from like the wire from the screen door and tied on their fiddles. Oh my god. And that's how they played. You know, they didn't they couldn't afford this you know, right, string. Understand. So they pulled the wire from the screen door wow. and they played. And they did a documentary with my family and that's one thing I, I wish I had learned was how to play. Right on. I think right it's on. such a, a gift yeah. to learn how Thank to play. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um you do well in your own right. Okay. See the thing about it is it's not just music. Mm-hmm. It's Keeping a child busy. Yes. Keeping a child engaged. Yes. Keeping a child in the right room, the right track to grow in something positive Absolutely. until they get to the point where they get like a Joey Zata, when yeah. they get like a Stephanie Williams, when they get like a Cedric <laughs> Napoleon. Oh, Stephanie, no, he's, the, he's my maiden name. So oh, no. Listen, listen, that's the first time I heard that. I was like, Stephanie Williams. Like, oh, Stephanie Williams. Mama. Yeah, hustle mama. I like hustle mama. Yes. Stephanie J. So that's the great thing about the growth thing. It's about uh, instilling the kids, man, to grow and do something. I don't know I don't care what you want to do in life. Uh, you have to have some growth. You have to have some stability. Right. You have to have someone behind you that's going to take you to the next phase. I think, I, think um, I know when I was younger growing up, you know, Music was taught in schools. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you you chose an instrument. I'm, yes. I can remember the first first grade. I came home with this one. little like 
clarinet? No, it was like some kind of black thing, you like a flute, something. It was, it was a clarinet. It was a clarinet. It was a clarinet. Okay, it was a, I think it was like a little mini thing. So I remember we took um, we took piano lessons. Me and my sister took piano lessons. My oh, brother took sax lessons. Yep. But you had to play an instrument. Yep. My parents mandatory. didn't care what it was, but yep. you were going to study something. Yep. And I think it's because music, especially with young children, inspires creativity. Absolutely. It inspires artistic creativity. Absolutely. And when you have the discipline to practice, it also forces you to have a disciplined mind. That's what it takes. That's and a true. mindset. And I think a lot of children are missing that now that they've taken music out of schools. Absolutely. I think that's why you I didn't have. play. I didn't have any discipline. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Well, actually, you we know you it. never have discipline. No, no. I had discipline. But, you know, to be honest, you know... Who I really love is Jeff Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, Jeff Bradshaw yeah, plays that trombone, man. And he it's can like, roll. you know, yes. I was amazed. And back in the day, I always wanted to play the trombone, but I just couldn't see myself because kids have a tendency to pick. <laughs> and then he's like, what are, you, what are you doing that big suitcase, man? What are you doing? And I seen the girl with the bass one day. I was like, what you doing? I had a cello, and I was yeah. no bigger than a cello. I had a big bobblehead, I was skinny, yeah, everything. That is so real. Let me tell you something. And your I got a short story. Uh, when I was 12 years old, mm -hmm. and I wanted to play an instrument. And like you said, Hustle Mom, music was in the schools. Mm -hmm. You had to have an instrument, and they had them all to give out. Yeah. Yeah, so my did. thing was, I wanted to be really cool for the girls and all, so i give me a little trumpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my thing, you know, like the high school and the colleges. Now I went down there, they ain't had none of that. <laughs> they had this big old bass. Uh -huh. And the lady said, Take this home with you. I said, Lady, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I took it home and kept on playing and kept on playing. And I ended up studying with Stanley Clark's wow. bass wow. teacher. And, um, the rest is history. So you're you know, a bass player I'm and... I'm a bassist. You're yeah, a bassist. <laughs> that means basically a bass master. Yes. Uh, well, uh, extraordinary you know, I appreciate that. There's always <laughs> things you can learn. Uh, I, I enjoy what I do and I love what I do. I don't like to toot my own horn, but I love mm -hmm. what I do. I like others Baby. to toot my own horn. Yeah. yeah, well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Okay. I appreciate that. All right, so get, I have another question for you. So what are you looking forward to in the future? Like, what can we look for and expect from you, you know, coming up? Honestly, uh, I go back and forth uh, these days with my management. And I'd, I'd really like to do more of a vocal right. Okay. record. Okay. This one is you instrumental. This one is instrumental, and I'm playing a lot of bass. I'm playing a lot of string bass. I'm playing a lot of electric bass. I'm playing a lot of piccolo bass. Mm -hmm. And I get to sing one song that I dedicated to my mentor, Grover Washington Jr., was just the two of us. Okay. I think I'd like to do some more vocals on the next record. Okay. And let folks really see where I'm coming exactly. from. Exactly. Vocals are important, man. They really are. She don't know. I sing. Uh, I sing. Oh, gosh. She don't know <laughs> that I sing. See, why, I we, sing. why do we have to go there? I sing. You do not sing, sing Joey. I sing Gary Tuesday. Listen, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Then, but no, listen, I this really can't all, sing, though. Listen, I really can't sing. Listen, he wins karaoke because it's karaoke full of a lot of women and then Joey, okay? I so because he's this well, man I guess you in the... wonder where I've been. Oh, watch out now. I searched to find a love within... 
That's all I'm going to give you. I, I came, came back, back to, to let you know. Got a thing for you, and I can't let it go. That's what I'm talking hey. about. My friends tell me what is wrong with... See, I don't sing. <laughs> see, I say she don't sing. She trying to tell me I, I can't sing. Okay, well, listen. Yes. I'm, listen, yes. I'm a wordsmith. I, I'm a, okay. I rap. Okay. Yes. I don't it sing. It works. It works. She hustle mama. Listen, She's a rapper. Man, the thing about the thing about... <laughs> The industry and singing is finding a song that fits you. Hey. That's right. You yes. dig? Even if you it's karaoke. You don't have to go outside of your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the song to you. Exactly. You dig? You dig. You dig. <laughs> Let me you get dig. my tambourine on. <laughs> put a joint in my mouth or something. You dig? Hey, you listen, joint. man. Look. Well, that's what they did in them days. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, take it easy. You know, you I don't dig. appreciate all of this testosterone bullying <laughs> at all. No bullying. I'm sorry. We love you. We I love know. you. We are here for you. I know, but it seems like y'all just and like getting real, real homeboyish over here. Let me say this. I appreciate you appreciate so much you from the bottom of my heart. I love you too. Uh, that you that. have been in my life talk this about long. That. Yeah, talk about this. This is yesterday, today, y'all. And if you go to um, your website, is CedricNapoleonMusic.com. Yes, ma'am. For bookings, for private lessons, for appearances. Yep. You do private events. I do private events. I do master classes. And we do chill. Hey, I want to ask you real quick. Golden Lady. Yes. Who's that's, that about? That's, that's Stevie Wonder. Oh, man. Oh. So these, are these remakes or are these originals? These are remakes. Oh, wow. wow. But see, my thing is, my take on it. Is I do soul jazz. Right. Uh, some of the things that was done in the soul vein, you put it in a jazz vein. I love call it. Call it soul jazz. I, I love it. I think maybe on um, sometime, I'm going to see if we can get our producer to either add some uh, a clip of your music yeah. to the show. Yeah, that, so I would really our like friends that. Can, and our yeah. listeners can hear what you They would really, really dig Where it. can they find the CD at? Well, it's an independent CD, but you can find it on CD Baby. Um, Spotify, you can find it on your website. Oh, our website, <laughs> that's right. CedricNapoleonMusic.com. Don't forget to pick it up. Go get your copy yesterday, today. Amazon, Amazon, you CD Baby, all yes. of that. Make sure yes. you cop it. Okay, hey, hey, look, well, hey, thank you guys it, for having I, me. Listen. Thank you for coming. Thank you, well, Cedric. Pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank, thank you for sharing a piece of your yes, history sir. and thank your you yesterday God. with us. I appreciate it. Oh, well, then thank you, Stephanie. You're for welcome, Joey. Cedric to the show and sharing a piece of his history with us. And thanks for us. sharing a piece of your karaoke with us. Oh, you know. <laughs> hey, listen up, man. That's the show for you, man. Right now, it's the platform. We signing out. Yes. We'll be back to you real soon, man. we see you on the flip Check side. us out. Yes, Peace. Yes, sir.